Oh, hey, y'all. You've heard me brag for a while now about how I, a person who used to be scared to use my own oven, learned how to cook like a real live adult during lockdown, and now I am as good as that guy on the bear. Now, this is all true. Uh, here's the thing, though. Even though I am now an amazing chef, it takes me a very long time to cook. It is not something that comes naturally to me. And lately, my life has gotten way, way, way more busy, and I do not have the time to devote to cooking like I used to. That is why I am so deeply excited about the pod's new sponsor. They came along exactly when I needed them. I am talking about Factor. Let me tell you a little bit about Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You will have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And... There's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. Y'all, do you understand how amazing it is to have a microwave meal that that tastes like I spent hours cooking it, but it comes pre-prepared? One of my favorites that Factor sent me was roasted garlic butter salmon with celery root cauliflower mash and Parmesan broccoli, and it just came like that. I didn't have to cook it. Y'all, what are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Here are some facts. Factor, they make two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They also do snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save, y'all. Factor has done the math. They are less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian-approved to be nutritious and delicious, Factor is the perfect solution if you are looking for fast, upscale options done easily. They're also flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. We are talking no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there is no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. What more do you need to hear, y'all? Head to factormeals.com slash comingoutpod50 and use code comingoutpod50 to get 50% off. That's code comingoutpod50 at factormeals.com slash comingoutpod50. Get 50% off! Bye! Oh, hey, y'all. Welcome. <laughs> I know I said welcome. Really and you say chipper. Welcome. God, I just can't pull it together in these intros. I'm really, I'm loving it. I, you know, I never know what to expect. It's a new journey every Neither time. Neither do I. Uh, it's terrifying. <laughs> Uh, welcome to Coming Out with Lauren and Nicole. We are a weekly podcast where we have queer folks on from all walks of life. They tell us the tales of how they came out to friends, family, and the world at large. 
Because who doesn't love a coming out story? Mmm. Today, we have Amir Levy on the podcast with us. <laughs> Amir, who's also wearing a fabulous headband. Um, mm-hmm. I these these are the moments where I wish it was a visual medium. So, Amir and I know each other from uh, Beneath the Bowtie, which was the uh, staged reading of the musical that I did in December. Um, We have had one person on the pod from that since, um, Avi. I thought you had Rivka on also. Well, that's what I was going (gasps) to say. We did, did. but you were on pregnancy leave. Yeah, so that was one that I did. I think, did I do that? I think I did that with Sarah York. I'm not, I can't remember, but we did with a co-host. I was yeah. really just thinking since the oh, reading. Since, for, yeah. sure, but, but, for sure, but yes, but yes, but yes. So we've had we're collecting you are the cast third. Members. Yes, we're collecting mm-hmm. cast members from beneath the bow tie, and it's so funny. Like I am such I, I, this. I, I'm constantly have the pod. I know Lauren does too. The pod and guests, like potential guests, on our mind. And when I walked into that room of yeah. just like fabulous <laughs> queers, I was like, oh, it's a treasure trove <laughs> of potential guests. Yes, you'll never need to. You'll, not, you'll never need to go out looking for anybody ever again never again um and something that like oh my god amir from day one you you walked in every single day and these are just like rehearsals like we're in sweatpants you know some a lot of us amir walked in with like dressed to the nines every day with like i feel like there was like a feather something in your hair at one point like you we all we had like a day where we were all sort it was like four of us were wearing leopard print and you were one of them we had that we had like i just feel like every day i was like oh what's up you're gonna wear (laughs) so uh you stood out and then you stood out obviously with your talent um amir played like eight roles and was hilarious um and just a lovely person to work with so um yes so when you said that you were down to do the pod i was like yes because it was a chance to hang with you again so thank you for being here i love i love i love chatting and yeah no i i love any opportunity to it's like the dog walking clothes i call my civilian (laughs) my civilian uh day job clothes mm-hmm. whereas rehearsals and all that it's like well this is the me time yes so so if i, I can love that so if i can dress in clothes that i actually like love um why not yes it is amazing like i the past year i've become i think probably also because i'm a mom now and like I'm just desperately afraid of falling into the like constant mom jeans and turtlenecks mm-hmm. look like you know where I'm like oh Ooh, where I'm just turtleneck. like blending in with the scenery of my like suburban area <laughs> and so I, I I feel like I've been like collecting things slowly over the past year that are like ve- like that have a lot of fringe or you know like are bright <laughs> colors and things like that where I'm like Maybe I'm just going to commit to being like that mom who picks up the kid from daycare in like a 1920s frock. I you mean, know? you totally should. I, I, I feel, but There's... like, see, see, but seeing you at rehearsal made me be like, God damn it, Nicole, just do it already. You know, like, like there's, no, there's no reason that just because you're.
you're a mom, you have to dress less yeah. in, in clothes that you don't necessarily love. I know. You're the and mom it's... that the teachers gossip about when you're not there. Like, what is well, the, I'm really the mom that the teachers are like, could she fucking bring him on time just like for one day? Like, that's like, that's really what that they're saying. That mom is but, the you know. same mom that the teachers gossip about and say, what is her deal, by the way? That's, that's so Venn diagram fucking, that's so is fucking a circle. True. Yeah, the, the, the Venn diagram is a circle there. Yes, yes, indeed. No, it, it, it's true. It, it, it is true. I know that we don't, you know, have to conform to the idea of moms, um, of like our, our parents right it's not that it's more that you're like oh well, i'm just rolling out of bed and these are the comfiest things and i'm taking i'm getting the kid well, milk and so it's that you know my grandmother was super fashionable <laughs> really That's super cool. fashionable i mean high class mexican woman uh like always like you would never see her in anything less than perfection i love wow. that that is so inspiring it's just it's so inspiring. Inspiring. Anyway, um, so Amir is obviously an actor, um, an actor, a puppeteer. I'm just listing all the things I heard in this like beautiful montage of things that you are and expertises you have. Um, an activist, a burlesque dancer. Um, oh, and please, Amir or or Lauren, tell tell the the guests what role you were playing that Lauren called to mind when she saw your face? Well, I, I don't think I've ever mentioned this on the podcast, but I, uh, for Ted Lasso fans, uh, the gentleman who A, co-created it, and two, plays Coach Beard, uh, is named Brennan Hunt. He's a good friend of mine from way back. We did uh, Boom Chicago and Amsterdam together, which I've talked about with different guests this. on the pod. Yeah, so that's how I know Brendan. But Brendan is a Brazilian writer. Uh, he <laughs> wrote a show called Absolutely Filthy that was like... Uh, not a reimagining, but an imagining of the the Peanuts gang, Charlie Brown, etc., as adults, and they are naturally all totally fucked up because they're Obviously. fucked up as kids. If you look at that comic strip, it's deeply disturbing. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I was such a huge fan of this show. It was called Absolutely Filthy, um, and that was where I thought I recognized Amir from. But I I was like. But which character? And I couldn't place the character. And the reason why I couldn't place the character from the Peanuts crew is, Amir, will you say the character you played in Absolutely Filthy? I was Jesus. I yeah, was which a... not canonical to Peanuts, which is why I couldn't place who Amir had played. But as soon as you said it. I was a sexy, sexy <laughs> yes. Jesus in cowboy boots and rhinestone yes. stigmata. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> rhinestone stigmata. Uh, rhinestone stigmata is the name of a band. You know, yeah. like oh, the, like hundred percent. That's like oh yeah, ever and, I and start of course, one, like it. glittery uh, head of thorns. Oh my um, god, of course, naturally. Oh, uh, I love, so yeah, I love. but I played, but I also played a variety of roles in that one also. <laughs> <laughs> You're a jack, you of, are all a jack of all trades. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so to 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 the point of of this current podcast. Um, so how do you how do you identify both um, uh, pronouns and then and uh, sexual orientation? I am non-binary. Uh, pronouns he, she, they. I like it when they get turns, um, <laughs> so that none of them feel left out. <laughs> um, and. I mean, I'm attracted to men. It's 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 weird, you know. It's like, it's like, yeah, I've identified as gay for the longest time. But if I'm, but being non-binary and being a non-binary femme, it's like, well, I'm not 
like, well, now what's the word? What's sure. The, what's the word? Like, yeah, I'm in the body of a man and and I'm attracted to men. So physically that makes me gay. But but if I'm not a gay male on the inside, what does that what does that make me? That queer. I don't know. Like, don't know. Do you, how do you feel about do, like queer? Like, I, and I love this question. This being an open question too. Well, right? I mean, I think I think that those vocabulary words haven't been haven't haven't been identified yet. Just like mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. like I didn't know what non-binary was till 2017, 2018. and that's when I was like, oh, huh. yeah. I think that <laughs> makes total sense. I also think. This is kind of the first time I'm considering this, but I also really think it makes sense that in the next couple of years, we could hear like potential identifiers along those lines, right? Like, totally. because yeah. there are enough people now who are identifying that way for whom just like the sort of, you know, like all encompassing queer doesn't quite do it, right? But who aren't, who are like, but gay feels wrong now or lesbian feels wrong now. So, and I, to me, like, I love that because I feel like once, once it starts to come, whatever it is, starts to come into the vernacular, it's just another way in which I go, oh, I understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, like as somebody who meets another person, I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 I got it. You know, yeah, it's like yeah, we didn't have the, yeah, well, we didn't have the, the, the uh, identifier cis. At least I didn't, I don't mm-hmm. know when that was created, but not I know in the like lexic, not in like the media. The, yeah, no, not like, in the zeitgeist. Not. Like, yeah, 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 there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like we didn't like, that was not a known term really not to any all. of us until a few years ago. Yeah. Um, vocabulary and now, is constantly yeah. expanding, evolving and I know that a lot of people don't like to be labeled, but I feel like labeling actually helps me. Yeah. Like I, I find I find more freedom within structure. To- oh, I so feel you. Me yeah, too. yeah. Totally. I'm same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. I even feel that way with like I struggle with it, but I feel that way with like even um like spirituality and stuff like that too. Like I'm much more like pan spiritual when I really step back and look at like what I believe and the sort of patchwork quilt of like maybe mm-hmm. different religions or or beliefs or traditions that I've I've sort of infused in whatever it is that I believe now. Um, but having like grown up in in luckily a very liberal church, there is still that part of me that like longs for the structure of like going to a place at a certain Mm -hmm. time, being with other people, sharing the experience, having it be an hour long, you know, like, (laughs) I mean, I think that's, you know, I mean, I think that's one of the reasons that I love being Jewish that, Mm. that I don't, I don't identify with synagogue. I don't, I like, like that's not my relationship with God and with religion, but I love some of the I love some of the tra- the traditions. Like I love totally. I love lighting the Hanukkah every Hanukkah, and I love seder's when the, when they can happen. Yeah. And if I'm able to fast for Yom Kippur, like if I'm not in the middle of rehearsals or performances, <laughs> like I will do it. Um, but I like I like I like the fact that Judaism is not just a religion but it's also a people and ethnicity and a a whole culture so at least at least there is if i wanted more structure i would know where to look 
Yeah. Uh, just because I don't have stru- any structure doesn't make me less less of a Jew. No, absolutely. Yes, yeah. I totally, totally feel that. Um, so, yeah, so then there's sort of been bits that have come out mm. uh, along, the, along the way of just since we've been talking um, that I feel like probably are part of or influence your story. So where, yeah, where does your story start? <laughs> oh, man, it's interesting. It's like I was thinking about what my coming out story is and mm-hmm. what what level of it it's like are we talking about me coming out as gay or me coming out as (laughs) non-binary all of the above all of the above (laughs) um so i came out well i started the coming out process of being i mean i had always known that i was attracted to to well when I when I was attracted to <laughs> when I was attracted to boys, I was a boy. Yes. No, we don't want to take this out of context in a sound clip. Yes, I hear you. <laughs> yes. Yes. I've always had age appropriate crushes. Or <laughs> or when I was a boy, I had crushes on men, obviously on like older sure. men. Yeah. Um <laughs> But obviously I didn't know what those words were. Like I didn't yeah. I only knew that this is not what is supposed to be happening right now. Mm. Like, how were you knowing that that it was not supposed? Was that like just the whole, you know, just the world, like what you see on TV, etc.? Or were you getting that kind of messaging from like adults in your life, like specifically? I feel like I feel like I wasn't getting that message specifically, but I feel like I was in tune enough to seeing yeah okay i only see man and woman mm. man and woman together man and yeah. woman <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, 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 here yeah. i am as a toddler already with a girlfriend like gotcha like, yeah a hundred yeah totally yeah, get that yeah, yeah. like i guess this is what i'm supposed to be yeah yes yep. well like it's amazing actually watching my so my son just turned two and for the mm. past really few months at least maybe even like six months he's he constantly is identifying mama dada baby in everything he sees whether Mm -hmm. it's his books like groups of animals when it's not even a mama dad and a baby like he assigns it and and this child has three I know. parents. Like where this do they child, get that? This child has granted like he spends the most time with me his his biological mother and and Gustav his biological father, but he also has Mandala who has been there since birth, who is here right. a, a, half the week at least and he knows yeah. as a parent. And but yet we're the groomers. But <laughs> I know, yeah, it's that's unreal. so true. Yeah, but it's yeah, like, where the, oh is God. he right? getting such... Where is he... F- is that like at, at... I was going to say school, but I guess it's like daycare. But daycare like, is it just from yeah. people casual? Like, it's so crazy. Because I know that people are always like... And this is like such a broken record thing to say, but people are always like, don't shove your, your gay blobby-de-bloop down our throats. And it's like, we couldn't, even if we tried, we could not compete with the messaging that you guys are doing without even realizing it. Like, the fact that Leif is doing that is wild. But it's also also inherent in the 
I mean, if you think about also, not that they're the same things, but it's all from the same place of systemic racism. It's not like we can, it's not like we can be like growing up and be like, there, there Mm -hmm. is where they taught me how to be racist. Where it's like, it's like, no, it's in, it's all, it's all in terms of who you see in what positions, who you see together, like how people are treated versus that person. And like, yes. and it's all about what you're taking in in those developing years so that mm-hmm. so that even so that even nowadays where where you know those of us who are more progressive and becoming aware of like our inherent biases whenever someone of our ilk says i don't have a racist bone in my body you're like <laughs> but that's not true like yeah. because because it's it, it it's how it, it is in our structure it's how we were mm-hmm. raised it's like again it's not blaming our parents or anything but it's the society it's what we're taking in what yeah, we're taking oh my God. In. well it's like exactly like what is my two-year-old homophobic or like <laughs> <laughs> polyphobic or just like do you know what I mean like what like no but I mean it it's not like he ever says like two mommies or two daddies yeah, I know, or, that's you know what I mean like or or you know more than two parents Multiple like, two. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is it is always mama daddy baby and but you're there's like also, but there's also like a lot of self like self like the like it's also taught to us like these things are not for kids like I was I was mm-hmm. um, I was doing a a co-star spot on Transparent, and oh, it was an episode where there were where there were a lot of kids around, and and um, and like some of the kids asked like one of the cast members like what does transgender mean, wow. like what does what does that mean, <laughs> and and so one of the cast members started to explain it, and part of me was like oh my god no they're too they're too young and i'm like and i'm like i'm like how is this how is this like this like like i am closer to being trans than i am to anything else and and yet i'm like like that's already that that automatic like don't do that no 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 no. don't tell a kid what a what a trans person is no 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 don't do that like that was well we get that shit and my my girlfriend i remember senior year of college and this is going back a ways but like you know we were we were obviously we were gay we were dating each other we were in love we were both fine with that but she this was in chicago and she wouldn't want to hold hands on the street in case because she's like i just don't feel like it's our right like then a parent is gonna have to explain that to a kid and i was like wow that's so interesting that we're just both like chill we were completely out and everything but she was like uh in the in the world it's like i don't think it's our place to make a parent have that conversation and i was like wow that's real i wouldn't expect that from you like i didn't have a problem with it or judge her but i was like i wonder where you got that idea well, like it's just automatically was, yeah. we're animate we're automatically raised that what we're doing is wrong yep. and abnormal yeah, and, yep. mm-hmm. and explicit and it, and, and, explicit. It's o- and it's only yeah. for adults. Yes. Only for yeah, adults. Yeah, mm-hmm. that because that was mm-hmm. her thing. Mm-hmm. She was like, mm-hmm. if we on campus, whatever. But we can in Chicago. We're gonna kids are gonna see us, and that's not our place to. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, sure. Well, and to me, <laughs> like, like, yeah, and you're like, and of course, at that point in your life, too, you're like, oh, all right, you know, and literally, it was it, just like, so interesting that she that she thought that way, and it hadn't really occurred to me. To and you I at was all. like, oh, I wonder how you got imprinted with that at some point. 
Absolutely. And it's just like, who knows? I was having a conversation with, uh, with a relative who I haven't seen in like 10 years um, because she lives in Israel. She was in town. And so obviously in the last 10 years is when the non-binary. And so she was very curious about what it means and all that. And like, you know, she asked, you know, she, she, she very much asked like, what does this mean? You know, like, what does this mean for you? Like, are you trans? Like, what do you want the surgery? And, and all valid questions. Um, and I said, it because they were also talking about how, cause she also is a parent of three, of three young kids and how in their school, it's already very much like this child, uh, this child identifies as a boy. Please start calling this child by this name. And and, right. and in Israel, there Israel is a very Israel is a very liberal place. That's great. I have no. I'm Jewish, but like have never. I didn't do birthright when I could have done birthright. So I've like never been. So I. That's really. <laughs> oh, I had no idea. I love it. I love I know. it so, so absolutely gorgeous. it's so special (laughs) but going back to the circling back to the to the surgery and the trans question what i said to her i'm like had i had i had i grown up now like had now been the time where i was coming of age um like i think it would have been something that i would have probably considered because when Mm. i was when i was a child i did dream of becoming a woman like i did Mm. like Like, that's what I wanted to be. Like, I wanted, I wanted to be a girl. I wanted to be a woman. Like, um, but now at this point in my life, I know that a lot of people transition at this age, but for me, I, what I said to, what I said to her, I'm like, I don't know if I'd necessarily feel more at home in the body of a woman. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't like I don't know if if that's the solution for me because like hmm. uh, I'm like I'm already fine with this you know for for all its issues like I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay with this body yeah. I don't know what the what the ideal body for me is mm-hmm. you know like maybe it's like a Barbie doll a Ken doll like I don't know because <laughs> <laughs> like, like I don't because I yeah I don't want. I wouldn't want to start all over again. Well, that's one moving from one binary to another binary. So if you're someone who identifies as non-binary, it's like, is that going to make you feel better? Or is that just going to be a lateral move, so to speak? Yeah, or is it more about like, like what you said so beautifully before when you were talking about your pronouns, about like making sure each one gets a turn, you know? Because in that case, like... That is so much, so much less about your body and so mm-hmm. much yeah. more about your soul and your, I mean, you know, yeah. everything, all the uh, equivalent words for soul that we think of, right? Yeah. Um, but like whatever is is inside of you needing to be expressed. And then you have the option of expressing those things through whether it's clothes or makeup or whatever it is on any given day, depending on who feels like they need to turn, you know, (laughs) and that's really lovely. And then, you know, whatever parts are there are very secondary to all of that. It's like, I know how to use the, it's, it's like, I often identify as a straight woman in a gay man's body. So it's like the he aspect is very much the physical side of things, like the 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 flesh, um, and knowing how to 
knowing how to use my flesh. Whereas the she is what happens on the on the inside, the yeah. the under the under the the shield. Yes, mm. yes, I totally get that. Mm. So when um, you were yeah. at, at your you're knowing from a young age that you are attracted to boys slash men, depending on the age that you're at. <laughs> were you were you trying to conceal that? Were you like mm. not? Were you like out and proud even when you're young? Were you getting oh, called no. like what? Were people <laughs> were kids calling you out? And so, I mean, I gay the word gay used to be thrown around quite liberally in schools. Uh, among young children so like was there a point where you started trying to like pursue guys or was this all very like like push it down suppress oh my it god it was completely it was completely okay. push it down and yeah of okay. course, <laughs> I would have I would have so many crushes but it's yeah. like but it's like I wouldn't know what to do about them it was almost yeah. like when I grow up then this will be something that I am able to have when I grow up oh. But for now, you know, I tried to, and I would get crushes on girls, but later in life, I came to realize it wasn't because like, I wouldn't, because it wouldn't be like a sexual thing. It would be in reflecting would be more like, that is the person who I would want to be like the most. And so that's what those crushes meant. Like this is. This is the this is the girl that I want to emulate. This is the like hmm. like she is the one who I identify with the most. But of course, like when you're growing up, you're like, I want to be around her the most. Yeah. Like she's the one who makes me feel a certain way. It must be a yeah. crush, but no, yeah. they weren't. Well, that's what we call a girl crush. A girl crush. <laughs> a girl sure. crush. Right? Yeah. Like, which yeah. is just such a funny like way of saying it. But right? Like, I totally had a girl crush on Jennifer Love Hewitt. I mean, know, and we not? don't say boy crush not? enough, which is annoying. Yeah, that's fair. There should, should be boy be, crush too. I mean, they have that, boy. but then they always but have no homo. Ex- yeah, exactly. It's like nobody, like girls will, straight women or straight identified women will say girl crush a lot, and it's like start. People need to say boy crush too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's yeah. also a thing. I no, guess so romance. True. I guess that's kind of what that is. But <laughs> yeah. it's more like it's more. It's not the same. It's not. The no, same. It's not quite the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so then. Then when did you finally uh, kind of go, okay, uh, this is how things are, and I feel like, like, did you ever have the moment of like, and now I'm going to tell my family, or was it a, or, yeah, okay. Yeah, um, so so I started going to this uh, performing arts camp, of course. Oh, um, yeah. And I met this guy... Uh, this guy named Chris and he was my roommate. He was my roommate and we, we absolutely hated each other uh, oh that first summer. Um, Very Beatrice then, Benedict. Oh my God. He was such a fucking dick. Like he was such a fucking dick because I How old are you at this point? Uh, it's it's like sleepaway I? camp. Is yeah. Sleepaway. Like it was sleepaway camp. Four? 14. 14. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so that's like high school. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was be it was between my freshman no, uh, ye- it was at between eighth and ninth grade. 
Okay, 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 got Between it. Between mm-hmm. eighth and Very pivotal. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. pivotal. Seminal, time. indeed, seminal time, yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was a total fucking dickwad, and like, he would put tampons <laughs> under my pillow or in my nose what? while I was sleeping oh. because I snored, and... Oh, oh my god. Oh, okay. well, yeah. But, uh, so but then he... But then, like, the acting classes that this program had... Uh, like he showed, like he showed up. So we were then in the same fucking acting class together, and like, um, and then the following summer we were roommates again, um, and like we would have like late night conversations of like, if if you had to pick a guy to have a crush on, <laughs> who would it be? Like if, like classic. completely, like, com- like classic. completely hypothetically speaking, <laughs> like like obviously you don't feel this way at all. But like if you if, like, if you had to, if, if you, you had absolutely to, like... had to, yeah, <laughs> yes, if forced for some like, reason, like if absolutely forced that you had to have a crush on like a guy, who would it be? <laughs> so funny. So, like, you know, we would have, like, these late-night talks, and, like, the end of, you know, like, you know, the end of camp, we decided to play a little one-on-one Truth or Dare. <laughs> truth or Dare what? is the gateway truth drug. Truth or Dare. <laughs> it's totally the gateway drug. It's so, hilarious. Oh, my God. So, yeah, of course, like, after that, after that little, like, game and, uh, you know, uh... <laughs> Young, young explosions. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> where you're like, oh my goodness. Uh, after that, it was like, yeah, this is not something I can really deny any longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so Chris kind of became the person that like he became like my best friend, and we would like talk on the phone all the time, Aww. and and of course we did that initial like I'm bisexual. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the whole like the whole I think that's why I think I think that's a lot of a lot of why uh, people people my generation and my age have trouble accepting bisexuality as a real thing is mm-hmm. because yeah. growing up it was always the it was always the the transition drug yeah. to, before you were yeah. before you were before you could say the word gay <laughs> Yeah. It was like slightly more acceptable to say. Yeah, it was you were slightly bi. more acceptable. Yeah. So yeah, Chris and I became close, and it it became a kind of thing where I'm like, I want to start telling. Mm-hmm. Well, also like, I had been having different like close conversations with, you know, friends where it was like, this is clearly leading to some kind of revelation, and like, mm-hmm. I I think I need to tell this person and you know chris would kind of hmm. nudge me along and i rem- so the first friend i came out to was was after scream 2 came out it's <laughs> <laughs> amazing we- we had got to see Scream, Scream 2 together, uh, which it was my second time opening weekend, you know. <laughs> <laughs> had to get in there, yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, I love the Scream movies. Um, mm-hmm. But we were, I mean, I think we were both talking about, like, 
Jerry O'Connell is such a That's good who, boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to guess. I was like, who in Screen Two was it? Jab was my guess. Jerry O'Connell was my guess. <laughs> I mean, I mean, God, he was such a sweet boyfriend, and he like, was a, such a sweetie in that. He's such a good boyfriend. He sings that dumb song. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that fucking dumb song. Uh, but man, he made Nev smile. Yeah. Oh Nev. Oh Nev. I love Nev. <laughs> um, she's someone who I want to emulate. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a good, right? That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Watching her in Party of Five and Scream, I was like, she's who I want to be. Well, she was like the quintessential 90s hot girl, you know? But she yeah, wasn't considered like, cool. crush on her. Yeah. Yeah, but she wasn't considered like the hot girl. The no, hot she was girl. like alt cool. Alt mm-hmm. cool. Exactly. That's Which what is I mean. so yeah. funny to think of her as alt in this day and age. <laughs> like, oh my God. But in she a... was back then. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because she, she was... was a brunette. It was like unheard of. She had yeah, shortish like, hair. <laughs> yeah, like I don't even, I can't even remember who was considered like the <laughs> hot girl at that time, but it wasn't Nev Campbell. No, no. it was not. She was like the cool, the cool, like. I mean, and there were plenty edgy, of considered the hot girl like jennifer love hewitt was the hot girl like uh oh my god well, I, depending I mean, on i mean maybe this is a little earlier but like pam anderson was like the fucking queen of the oh world my god, oh my around that fucking time. back like, to i know this is a whole tangent and like but you have to understand i am her, following dude. everything she does now i'm listening to her interviews i can't wait to see the documentary i'm just like Good. i love her i'm so glad she's back anyway but I yeah i mean like really her and denise richards like it, it really was yes, kind denise of we were richards. in that I mean, speaking richards of Ned campbell like yep, fucking yep. wild things that was a fun oh my god moment. Wild but like things. yeah oh my god that was a seminal that movie had everything it had girls making out it had kevin bacon's dick it had like everything for everyone that movie was like holy shit like no wonder it got had Daphne Ruben Vega from Rent. Everything that. was in that movie. Bill Murray, like <laughs> yes, it is fucking Bill Murray. That movie does not get its due. It's a classic and should be regarded as such. I love that movie. Anyway, anyway, so you came out to a friend, I assume, after Scream Two, as a result yes. of Jerry O'Connell. Okay. But I could never say the words "I'm gay." Like mm. I would always have to come up with like analogies and like For sure. stories. Yeah. Like I would always be like, you know, like in this when this happened. That's what this, you know, like oh, it, I, I, yeah. I would have to come up with like a different way of saying it to every friend mm. I started coming out to because I could not say the words. It was so scary yeah. to say the words. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh hey y'all. You've heard me brag for a while now about how I, a person who used to be scared to use my own oven, learned how to cook like a real live adult during lockdown, and now I am as good as that guy on the bear. Now, this is all true. Uh, Here's the thing, though. Even though I am now an amazing chef, it takes me a very long time to cook. It is not something that comes naturally to me. And lately my life has gotten way, way, way more busy and I do not have the time to devote to cooking like I used to. That is why I am so deeply excited about the pod's new sponsor. They came along exactly when I needed them. I am talking about Factor. Let me tell you a little bit about Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. 
Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You will have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. Y'all, do you understand how amazing it is to have a microwave meal that that tastes like I spent hours cooking it, but it comes pre-prepared. One of my favorites that Factor sent me was roasted garlic butter salmon with celery root cauliflower mash and Parmesan broccoli. And it just came like that. I didn't have to cook it. Y'all, what are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Here's some facts. Factor they make two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They also do snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save, y'all. Factor has done the math. They are less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian-approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you are looking for fast, upscale options done easily. They're also flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. We are talking no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there is no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. What more do you need to hear, y'all? Head to factormeals.com slash comingoutpod50 and use code comingoutpod50 to get 50% off. That's code comingoutpod50 at factormeals.com slash comingoutpod50. Get 50% off! Bye. And so about a year later, after I had already come out to all my friends, my mom started getting suspicious because mm. back in the day, back <laughs> in the day, uh, <laughs> you know, the house had a phone line that had a regular phone line, but it also had like the fax number. And <sighs> if people, people could only call the fax number on one ring before it goes to the fax machine. So you would have to pick it up immediately, like on the one ring. Um, and mm -hmm. like, so like I kind of started communicating with like different guys through chat rooms, oh. um, and like, and like, I, I had kind of made the rule of like, I can call you, but you cannot call me. Mm -hmm. But some of them didn't necessarily listen to the rule <laughs> and, and they would call the fax number and. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like I had like any kind of boyfriends or any love interests. Then it was just like chatting, chatting, yeah. Guys I was chatting with, but my mom started to become super suspicious and like 
We're getting all she, these faxes. <laughs> getting all these, why is the these fax? blank faxes. Why does the fax the, machine keep ringing? The fax machine yeah. is going crazy. The fax machine will not stop ringing. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my god. And so she, you know, she's like, we have to have a talk about life. Oh. I'm like, what, uh, what do you, what do you mean, mom? You know, we have to have a talk. We have to talk about life. And so I was like, okay, she's she's on to me. She's like, she's totally on to me. So we had decided that we were going, like, on one of my longer free periods uh, in school, because I think I was in 11th grade at this point, that we would go out. We would go out to lunch. And, like, I kind of told my friends, okay, this is it. She wants to have... The, the life talk like this is obviously this is this is obviously what it what it's about so this is in atlanta where i grew up um and we go to this restaurant called cafe tutu tango uh <laughs> which doesn't exist anymore i'm really sad about it because it was a really fucking great place <laughs> and you know we're sitting and she's asking me questions about like what i want to do when i graduate and like standard standard fair questions uh, and i'm like so is 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 that it? <laughs> and she's like, "Yes, why what else would we be talking <gasps> about?" And I'm like, "Mom, you said you wanted to talk about life. Are you is this it? Like really?" And he, my mom does this thing where she gets like super worried like immediately. <laughs> like there's no like there's no like casual setting on my yeah. mom well she's a jewish mom right i mean a Jew- this a is... jewish and mexican okay yeah that tracks so yeah so it's like you know from zero to 60 <laughs> in like crazy amount of time and i was like uh uh i thought you know i thought we were going to be talking about something else you know because like i've been lying to you my entire life <gasps> you said that <laughs> i did oh <gasps> <laughs> I did. I totally said. It. I totally said that. And she's like, well, "What do you mean?" You know. Oh no. And I'm like, "Mom, I'm, 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 I'm gay." I don't. Was that the first time you you didn't talk around it? I God, I, I wish I could remember if I like. I wish I could remember the exact words because I still don't. Oh think sure. So you might have said, like, I like guys or something instead of... Yeah, I might have said something else. Mm. But, I mean, I said something. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you made it obvious. I I made it very obvious. And she's like, what? what, what?" I'm like, Mom, come on, you've had to have suspicion. She's like, no. No. And, you know, she starts crying. She's like, are you sure? And all that. And, you know, she made sure to, like, tell me, you know, I I love you no matter what. I think the shock of it... Yeah, affected yeah. her more than like me telling because they had definitely been suspicious yeah she okay. like took you out to lunch to be like where do you want to go to college and you're like I'm gay and she's like what like, <laughs> yeah but, but yeah. like I, th- I think she was definitely taking me out to have that talk but I think she chickened out Oh, I think she interesting. To- I totally think she chickened out. I think she interesting. I think Oof. she totally worked around it like I think that that was the original purpose but then but I'm one of those people that, like, once I make up my mind, and because yeah. I had told people that I was going yeah. to do it, <laughs> yeah. that's what made me go through with it. Because I'm like, I've told everyone that this will be the lunch I had come out to my mom. And I'm so not, now I got to do it. I got to mm-hmm. do it. I got to, mm-hmm. like, any anytime, anytime in my life where, like, if there's something that I know that I have to do, 
and I'm afraid to do it, I'll tell other people that I'm going to go through with it mm-hmm. to make told sure yourself. that I do. Yeah, accountability. Hell mm-hmm. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I totally get that. So, you know, obviously lunch took longer than... than uh, <laughs> the waiter's uh, like, should I go to the table? <laughs> <laughs> well, it took longer than my free periods. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, so, uh-huh. So, so I came out, and she's like, you know, we're not going to tell your father. Uh, <sighs> not yet. But yeah, I, I get back to school. I come in late to geography class. And of course, like I get like a dirty look from my teacher because like I'm late. But I sit next to my friend Lindy and she gives me like a kind of a did you do it look. Like she didn't say anything, but like a did you do it look. And mm-hmm. I looked back at her and I'm like, mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like a... That's okay. so cool. Right. I love it. But then... <laughs> so so it's like okay if my mom's not gonna tell my dad like this is out there uh god that weekend was like a holiday weekend um it might have been martin luther king jr weekend popular weekend to come out all the three <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's okay, are it's like a great, mlk day is coming uh, out coming <laughs> out tell, but i mean like there the was family. no school on monday there was no school yes. on monday yeah, and yeah. my and my friend Margot were having like a slumber party at her place, so I'd slept over at Margot's place and uh, then uh, go home. There's like a TV room that my dad hangs out and would hang out in and like study in, and hmm. you know, so I just kind of like walked in there to be like, "All right, hey, I'm home. I'm back from the sleepover," and I started leaving. He's like, and he pulls out like a chair and he's like, "Sit down," and I'm like. Oh no, the life talk with dad. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, your mother told me. <gasps> and he's like, do you need me to buy you uh, magazines? Like, oh! have you seen Naked Girls? Like, he- oh, oh shit, I thought, oh, that's what, yeah, uh, no, no, no. He wanted to buy me, like, uh, girl magazines. He was girl like, magazine. I'm like, buy you and I'm like, what is I'm like, I know, right? I'm like, that. Dad, wasn't I've, that. I've seen naked women. Like, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen Playboy. Like, I've seen naked women. He's like, are you, are you sure this is what it is? You know, you're gonna have a very difficult life. Mm. I mean, that was my what my mom said sure, too. You know, like sure. it's gonna be very. I mean, I came out in the late '90s. I was about to say, like, we cannot stress how different the culture was yeah. around all this than, like, then yeah. than it is now. Yeah, it just. And also, is. I would imagine, and what from what we've heard, immigrant parents, it's like, why give yourself an extra mm-hmm. hurdle, burden mm-hmm. of difficulty, like w- even more so than like. <laughs> but I just like I, you know, like, <laughs> in, in, and obviously, all that is very serious and very true, and and. I'm sorry, but just the magazine thing. Uh-huh. I love the idea shit. of flipping that around because that would be like if you came to your dad and were like, hey, so there's this girl I like. I'm thinking about asking her out. And he'd be like, okay. But can I get you some gay porn just, you know, to be sure that's not. Yeah. What you're yeah. into? Like you my parents I mean? like, are like, like, do you want a men's health subscription? Would that <laughs> change your mind? <laughs> Did it just? Are you sure? You know what I mean? Like, like straight kids never have that never. questioned ever, never. ever. And never. but like parents just don't. It's somehow as though we can still, as queer people, be influenced away from it, as oh though God. it's not just part yeah. of us, like it is any other also, person. Also, oh. if you're like not into women, the, guess what's not gonna make 
make you more into women is like an anatomical like spread out <laughs> vagina like that almost makes me straight like I don't want to see what's in most of those magazines, and I am gay, no, so like, like I don't think. Like, and like I have seen a bunch. I, it's like uh. it's not like I hadn't seen those magazines, oh and I, I, I yeah, was like, you can't no, avoid it. It is ew. I think it's ew. I was Seriously, more to like the one guy, the one guy surrounded by like ten to twenty women at yeah. once. <laughs> yeah, like like, oh, like who's pussy, 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 pussy? Oh, there's mm-hmm. a nice man chest, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah precisely precisely oh and so you told your dad like thanks but no thanks yeah <laughs> yeah well also i mean i mean not only is my dad israeli and i'm first mm-hmm. generation i'm first generation mm-hmm. american like my parents became citizens when i was like three oh, or four yeah. um but also my dad i mean we're jews living in atlanta <laughs> yeah yeah good point so yeah, yeah, good point. <laughs> so my dad is dealing with anti-Semitism at yeah, his workplace because he's not far. one of the good old Southern boys, uh-huh. who, good old Christian who, summer, Southern boys. Yeah, yeah. Like so, so you know, for for all my issues with my father, that wasn't one of them. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like my parents were, my parents were pretty like they were. Like, you know, he did the whole, like, you know, yes, we love you no matter what, blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I mean, there there were some times after that where, like, I would be fake cheerleading at a friend at, like, uh, m- my high school basketball game because I'd be hanging out with friends and we didn't have cheerleaders. Uh, so I would be fake <sighs> cheerleading. And, you know, like, my dad hated it whenever I would be... Mm-hmm flamboyant or more yeah, presentational and yeah and that's where it became an issue and i think and i and there was definitely an anger that came from me because it felt like my life didn't i felt like after i came out there would be like a big life change and like but i don't know there was all this anger coming out of me and i was just angry at everybody mm. and like i didn't and it's like i couldn't identify it hmm yeah. Hmm. Do you feel like you have identified what that was? I mean, we live in this world. You're <laughs> <laughs> like it was the world, and I mean, and, and we all understand answer that. to every question. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. it's <laughs> it's really <laughs> difficult when <laughs> you, and that's why we have said in the past on the pod, like, in terms of coming out, you you want let's hope that there is a good outcome but ultimately try not to come out specifically for the expectation Mm -hmm. of an outcome because much as when you write like an eight-page letter to hypothetically i've never done this but like to someone who (laughs) broke up with you you're seeking closure and that really only comes from within like so if Mm -hmm. you need to do something like that for yourself that's beautiful and wonderful, but don't expect to get back from the other person. So if I might make an, a clunky metaphor to coming out, like ideally when we, and under perfect conditions, when we come out, that should hopefully be something that is largely for us 
because we can't, we simply cannot control what we're going to get back from the other person. But I think when you're younger, you don't have a full understanding of that. So when Mm -hmm. you do this epic thing and you want, you're expecting just some, like something and and you're not getting that at all, or you're getting the negative, like it's, you get angry. I was angry nonstop as a teenager for a Mm -hmm. multitude of reasons. So you add something this big, it's like, yeah, you're going to have anger. Yeah. And I, yeah, go ahead. Oh, and after that, by that point, my parents were like the last to know. I had even come out to like one of my parents' close friends before I came out to them, which of course my mom was my mom was super pissed up about. Aww. Like I love that though. That's such yeah, a like but it's like gay thing to do. It's like you're having a cigarette with your mom's best friend. <laughs> like, pretty much. Um, <laughs> but so at that point it was just kinda like all my friends knew and the teachers who needed to know Okay. The close teachers yeah. knew. Mm-hmm. But the following year, senior year, uh, two kids in my class, and it was a relatively small high school. There were sixty people in my in my graduating oh, class. Yeah, that's mm. tiny. Um, two kids in my class wanted to put senior quotes by Hitler in the yearbook. <gasps> oh. Um, mm-hmm. And oh, and this happened. This all happened. Like there was a there was a Glisten conference. Yeah, you know, gay gay lesbian straight educators network uh conference so there was one happening in atlanta and i had kind of gone without anyone really in my school knowing that i was going to be gone Mm -hmm. for the day but like i had kind of gone to this conference and Mm -hmm. you know for part of the day you know like being around other queers and then i get back to school and i hear what's been what's happened like these two kids these two kids these two german kids wanted to put yeah Wanted to put senior quotes by Hitler oh in the yearbook, God. and and they had been suspended. They had been suspended, and uh, and of course, kids were rallying around them for the whole free speech, like oh, free, Jesus. right? Free speech oh. is important. Free speech, um, <laughs> and it's like, and me and the like, less than a handful of Jewish kids were like. Uh, as well as other people who were affected by Hitler. Yeah, uh, were like, like, what um, the fuck, dude? Oh, God. So the two kids, one, his parents had a shit ton of money that had already been donated to the school and <laughs> had a shit ton of money. And the other kid was already like a troublemaker that they didn't really like anyway. So they expelled <sighs> the one kid. <gasps> wow, but okay. The other, they expelled the one kid because like he was already like academic problems but the one whose parents have money his punishment was so the guidance counselor of the school also jewish she's telling me this that like he has to interview two of each kind of people he hurt and then to write a paper about why what he did was wrong um so you know he had like the two black students oh, and my like God. and she's like do you want to be interviewed you know because you're <laughs> jewish and i'm like <laughs> actually God. you can find two jews i want you i want him to interview me because i'm gay wow mm-hmm. you're and like I'm he's like, not getting a two for one with me he's gonna no. do two jews <laughs> And two gay people yeah, and no. they can't overlap. Fuck this Good guy. Good for you. Well, like That's the only dope. the only out gay people in the school were like 
uh, like a director of student services and one of the drama mm. teachers. There were no gay students. Yeah. Wow. wow. Oh, good for you. That was wow. So wow. I sat with him and I was shaking the whole time. Yeah, of course. Like so. I was shaking and I go through this fucking interview with him and like, cool, get it over with. Okay. A few months, like a month or two later, there's a senior trip. Um, there's a senior trip to like the principal at the time loved teaching like a philosophy class called theory of knowledge. Um, so there was a senior trip to go to this cabin and like, it would be this beautiful cabin, but we would also take, talk about philosophy. Mm. Oh, fun. Right. Anyway, the weekend is going by. It's fun. It's fine. It's really beautiful. Um, but then, um, the, principal is like and now uh this student will read his paper <gasps> oh like no heads n- nothing what no. the fuck this situation no. gets worse and worse <laughs> no heads up or anything so he reads the paper he doesn't say uh, any names how he many mistakes any- can you make as an educator uh, oh like God, i so mean many. it's just like, it's un- the most insane anyway. quote-unquote punishment i've ever heard <laughs> But he gives, but he reads the paper without naming names. And the paper is very superficial. It's very like, I realize that what I I I did was wrong because I hurt people's feelings. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it was pretty much along those lines of no growth, anything. And, you know, people are going around being like, that's so brave. Like, that's so brave reading it. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. And I raise my hand. (laughs) <laughs> and I raise, and this is the whole senior class is there. And I raise my hand, and I'm like, I want to say that, like, the, you know, some of the biggest problems were not just that he said what he said, but that, like, I lost my sense of safety in this school mm. because people were defending his free speech. Mm. And I was yeah. like, and I was like, being Jewish and being gay, like I lost all my sense of security because people would have rather listened to his senior quotes about Hitler than what those quotes meant. Silence. Oh, oh my God. God, so good for you. But what? I was like, I was like, fuck that. Like, I'm not going to yes! let him like get away with that. And yeah. so, yeah, that fuck was my, that was my moment of coming out to the rest of the grade. That's wow! Amazing. Did you? What was the what Holy was the feedback shit. like from uh, the students that were there afterwards? I mean, I mean some of them like peop- like aqu- like my friends already knew. My friends, right. you know, yeah, my friends had already known. I mean, some people who I was like close to was like, "I'm so proud of you," blah blah blah. And like mm-hmm. then, and some and the people who I had no relationship with didn't say anything. Didn't say shit. Mm-hmm. Didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was like they, half of them wow, voted for Trump. Anyway, such yeah. Dramatic. <laughs> that's like a movie. Like wow, you're like in a cabin in the middle of nowhere, and you're like, and pretty much, I'm uh, gay, and it's but like, I was like, I'm not gay. gonna fucking stay silent. No, no, yes. it's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah and let let this kid get praised for Fuck his this bravery. Kid. I'm so mad and at this kid and these, these, uh, this assignment that puts like all this emotional labor on the people. Oh, <laughs> here. Like, yeah, for his the bravery. For his assignment. Bravery. Yeah, and then he gets lauded. And, like, what a fucking mess. Oh, you're so God. brave for you know for for having to face people with your Hitler oh, quote. Jesus Christ. 
Oh my god! Wow. Ugh, so just, the, so then anyway. okay, you're officially okay. out to like everybody. And then did you go off to college the next year? And then was that like a different ball game because it oh was my like... god! I mean, <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean, I had already. <laughs> I mean, at that point, like before when I came back to see that summer, when I started coming out with Chris at camp, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it was already like like that was by the. Because there was one more summer at that camp, and when I came back to that camp, I was already like, "Well, I'm out." Everyone knows. Yeah. Uh, and then when I went to, I did some other summer pro, different summer programs, like in between junior and senior year, where I just came in as not even in the closet anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay. to have to like go out from this like out environment back into high school, where yeah, it was... yeah, 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 I totally got that. So. Yeah. When I went to college, I wasn't, I wasn't, by that point, I wasn't in the closet at all. And also it was Sarah, it was Sarah Lawrence. Oh, so. shit. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's a straight uh, minority, like literally. That's yeah. School, yeah. So just to, just to sort of, cause we need to wrap, we need to start uh, winding things down, but just to then do a rather big leap um, in time, I assume it's a big, a, a bit of a leap. When did you come out as non-binary? How so, recent was that? I know, I know that was a, that was a leap in time. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I had never identified with with mm-hmm. cis gay men. Mm-hmm. Of course, cis being the operative, like that's a new word. But yeah. like, I had never felt welcomed by the gay community, by mm-hmm. gay men. Okay. Gay. It was. It felt very much like. I was like, what, what's happening here? Like, mm. this is not, these are not my people. Were you able to pinpoint, I'm just so curious, like what that, cause it's like, we hear that and we're like, oh yeah, of course. But it's like, how do are you able to articulate like what it was about cis gay men that just never, that you never felt embraced by them or you never felt like you wanted to really be in that it was very much that I wasn't enough of any category okay, for them yeah. to embrace. Like I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't one of the shirtless gays. And yeah, I, wasn't I was one gonna the... say there is a. It seems it's shitty to say, but there is a degree of superficiality that oh, it's huge. Seems, it's huge. Yeah, I know it's, it's a stereotype, but there is a lot of truth to it. Unfortunately, it's there. You have to look. You have it to look is, yeah. a specific way in a lot of yeah. gay circles. Yeah, that's very um, true. Even yes. in even in some of the more supposedly progressive gay circles, you still we have to look. We just had this talk from the female identified side of things the other. Yeah, it's yes. so true. It is yes. true. Yeah, it's so true. And I was really struggling to find my community and like to mm-hmm. be like, okay, well, I guess I'm not really going to have any gay friends because because mm-hmm. I can't label myself in any of these mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And then I was producing a play back in 2017, 2018 called Denim Doves. And one of the character breakdowns was non-binary. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like, I don't even know what that means. You know, so so it was explained to me. And I'm like, ah, okay, cool, interesting. Um, and at that time, around after the show opened, after the show opened, I was that whole year I was actually uh, doing this late night serial thing where I was playing a mother, a show mother. And so, but then on top of that, like I got cast in another show where the character was very, was non-binary and very like, Uh... like very sexual 
and and presentational and i was kind of thinking i'm like so i was playing these two roles the mother and fox from in woodboy dogfish so this pinocchio oh adip- yeah 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 so i was playing these two roles at the same time and i was like I was kind of thinking, I'm like, why should I only feel like myself Mm. when I'm performing? You know, why, why is it only when I'm on stage, when I'm wearing costumes that I feel the most like they're like, this can't only be this. So one night after Woodboy rehearsal, I posted on Facebook. I'm like, hey, um... I need to I need to start exploring this side of myself. But, you know, changing my entire wardrobe would cost lots and lots of money because A, I don't know what fits me, B, I don't know what my style is. Like yeah, sure. So ladies, if there's any clothes that you're Fuck looking yeah. to get rid of that you don't want so anymore, dope. bring them to me. Bring them to me so I can try them on. And anything that does not feel right, anything that does not fit, I will, you know, I will pass it forward. I will. Oh. And so I got tons and tons of bags of clothing, which gave me the opportunity to like start being like, okay, this fits this. I like this style. This not so much like, okay, cool. And so it gave me a chance to start exploring. And then once I figured out, I mean, I feel like you're never really fig- you're always figuring out your sense of clothing. Oh my but god, like of course, once, forever. But like once you once I figured out, once I felt more at ease and okay, like this is this is how I feel comfortable. This is how I feel when I dress. Like probably maybe a year or so later, I was like, I think it's time to start. I'm ready for jewelry. So oh, again, yeah, so, so again, good. I put the call out. I'm like, <sighs> hey, ladies. Um, like I'm feeling more comfortable with clothing, but I think it's time to start accessorizing. <laughs> so again, bring me what you don't want anymore. Like I need like, I and what doesn't fit me, I will pass it forward. Because even because before then I had been constantly trying to figure out like, what is the style of dress that suits me? Like I don't, I'm like, none of this feels right. Like, mm. none of this clothing. Like, I went through a phase where I was wearing suspenders all the time because suspenders felt right. <laughs> like, really cute suspenders. Sure. Or I went through a suspenders phase. I hear that. Yeah, no, the only... And, like, the only thing... The only thing that stayed consistent, it's, like, cowboy boots. Cowboy boots were, like... <laughs> I'm like, this is the kind of shoe that is right for me. Cowboy boots. Um, so cowboy boots became my main became so it's almost like I work from the ground up. Yeah, that makes sense to me. But yeah, and then yeah, so that's I guess, and then of course like once I was like okay this is this is who I am this is where I'm the most myself then of course that starts to bleed into what I'm willing to do artistically what mm. and how that Absolutely. transitions and and and. and and all that jazz isn't that just amazing how it's it really is incredible how when you discover and then and experiment and embrace whatever it is that is very very genuine to you and your own expression how it bleeds into everything in your life 
something as simple as a pair of cowboy boots, you know, becomes like a door to like, oh my gosh, and now my art has expanded. Mm -hmm. And now I'm seeing the world differently. And now perhaps, and now I understand, oh, this is maybe why I never connected with like groups of gay males. <laughs> and yeah. Like why, you know, I mean, truly, right? And like clothing becomes more than what you put on just to get yes. through the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <gasps> yes. Yes, absolutely. I feel that so much about clothing now. Like I never, I mean, I, I guess I've always cared about how I looked, but there's been something in the past few years where I'm more and more drawn to fashion. Mm -hmm. And, and I, it is so much like what you said and from a different point of view although i do have my more feminine and my more masculine as you saw <laughs> beneath the bow tie i have like both sides of me that come out in through through my fashion right um and other means but so there's that yes but i think it's it's more like what you said about wearing costumes and being like why is this the only place that i get mm. to feel this mm. That's what I mean about I want to wear a 1920s frock to go pick up my kid from daycare. Do you know Completely. what I mean? Like, not because I want to be, like, more elevated than everyone else. In fact, that makes me feel a little self-conscious. But it makes me feel so much more myself <laughs> to be, to, to be, ele to, to have some something elevated on my person. I don't know. Mm. Does that, I, I, yeah. It makes I, complete I, sense. Like whenever yeah. I have to wear more boyish clothing, like mm -hmm. that feels like a costume. Yeah. And yes. Yes. Yeah. That doesn't mm -hmm. feel, it, it doesn't feel comfortable. And it's like, yes. I, it's like, let me get this off me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh God. Yes. Yes. Uh, Lauren, do you feel this way about clothing? shockingly i am very i am a not just with clothing but with everything i'm kind of a utilitarian person where it's just like i don't know it drives my mom fucking nuts she's always like buy yourself thing because she's like very into stuff but i feel the same way about my car i'm like i don't get it washed because that doesn't affect how it gets me from one place to another like i just like don't mm -hmm. have a sense of like i saw the movie her and was like yes can't we all wear the same outfit that would be so <laughs> awesome and that's supposed to be like a dystopian representation and i was like let's do that um but that being said there are a certain there are rare moments where it's like if i'm going out to an event or a party or a first date sure. or something where like that it matters to me and makes me feel a certain way. But in general, I am purely a like jammies and lounge pants type of person because I'm like, oh, well, I don't care. So yeah, I have, but I so respect the, the, the view on it. And I think it's really, it's so cool what you did. A, cause I bet it was so exciting for all your friends to be like, oh my God, oh my what God. a cooler thing to do with my clothes than just like drop them off at Goodwill or whatever. And yes, two, like 100%. any store you go to, even if it's a thrift store, cause even a thrift store is gonna be organized by sections. It's like, you're gonna, you're only getting a certain view of fashion but when you make it so random by like different people and their different stuff you're really getting a pure kind of litmus test of what you like like nothing yes. is getting imprinted on you by wherever you're getting those clothes yeah it's when like it's a, that haphazard it's so it's cool it's like it's like 
all it's like growing up very quickly because you know <laughs> if you grow up as the gender if you grow up if you're if you are fortunate enough to 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 be the gender you are from an early age then you 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 have your life to be like yeah to try to the different fads and like yeah. and like mm-hmm. and like acquire yeah. things mm-hmm. but for me it was all like all the styles at once and, yeah. and now i gotta figure oh, out so who fun. i am and, yeah. yeah absolutely and I also like if, even if you had that growing up there's also the like well would you have chosen the same things at that time mm-hmm. or not and not just because styles change but because i feel like we yeah we gravitate towards different expressions yeah yeah Yeah. and there is sometimes more of um it's either one of two ways when you're young right like you're either like really gunning for conformity like there's like Mm -hmm. this need to conform to not stand out to like look Mm -hmm. to wear the thing that everyone else thinks is cool Mm -hmm. whatever or there's the goth kids you know like the Mm -hmm. what are there's where but even the goth the kids absolute opposite direction except the right, goth kids are conforming they to each have other their go- exactly that's what's so yes. yeah yes. yeah yes. it's yeah. like all of like, these things there wasn't like organic self-expression in high school yeah it's <laughs> all we're all <laughs> trapped in these little boxes even when we think we've broken out of the box it's like hot you're just in a bigger box you can't see it but you're in it. <laughs> I've, I've actually many times wondered i'm like what are the goth kids wearing now? You know, like, I'm sure some of them still yeah. are goth, which is cool. But I bet and... it looks different. It's whatever oh, yeah, hot topic it... is, right? Kind it's of. Whatever. Is that still yeah, a thing? It's hot, it's hot topic. But like, but like, but it's, but oh, it's. Hot yeah. Oh, hot mm. topic. I know. I... Hot topic. Oh, my God. Anyway, Amir, we've kept you here long enough. This was at... such a delightful This was a delight. Thank you my for goodness. having me. This was so much fun. Thank you so much um amir where can people find you and or your work online um the i do have a website but i am not as good about keeping that up to date as i am my instagram okay uh my instagram is z t-h-e amir a-m-i-r levy l-e-v-i so the amir levy which is also my website theamirlevy.com and uh, my Facebook fan page, the Amir Levy. Um, I know, exciting. But, so, but yeah, my website. I am. I. I'm horrible at updating it. So, if you want, if you want to, if you want the most current things and lots and lots of cat pictures, uh, my Instagram at the Amir Levy. Yay! Um, and I am at Nicole Pacent on Instagram. And I am at Lauren Flans on Twitter, Lauren underscore Flans on Instagram. We are at Coming Out Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Our hashtags are hashtag Coming Out Pod. Hashtag Found Ricky. Shout out to our Patreon patrons. Sarah Wilson, Jim W., Jack, Kim, Simone, Adri, Tanya, Pooh, Mandy, Tia, Mix, Michelle, Forbes, Sammy, Michelle, Kaz, Carmel, Karen Smiley, Aaron Mitchell, Vanessa Hunt, Diego Hernandez, and BeyondClexa.com. If you would like to be on that list or check out any of our tiers of giving starting at $1 a month, you can go to patreon.com slash coming out pod. You can also for free go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Give us a five-star rating, a nice review. That really helps with the algorithms and computer things that I don't know about, but it helps people find the podcast. 
Also, and uh, in addition, and or you can just share this episode directly with somebody who you think it might resonate with. Uh, mm. People, people whose uh, whose parents are are from Israel. Uh, people who uh, are looking to figure out how to express their newly mm. uh, found non-binary identity. Um, people who. Went have to a high passion school, for fashion. Have passion for fashion. People who went to high school with um, students who care more about the First Amendment than you. So, like, you know, mm. there, there, there are so many things to relate to in this particular episode. Um, so feel free to, to share and, and spread the good word. Um, Amir, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. All right, we'll talk to you all next Wednesday. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.